You're listening to CPR. I am the rude one, Rex. I and I am probably also rude. My name is Josh. <laughs> Let's not open like that again, Rex. How are you doing today? I am doing tired. Oh, How are you doing today, I'm, Josh? I'm doing pretty great. Audience, awesome. are you tired like Rex or are you great like me? Hmm. So I mean, we have nobody's great like you are, Josh. The great one. That's that's what you should call me now. <laughs> I'm the rude one. Josh is the great one. <laughs> that's who, about how this thing goes. <laughs> wonder who came up with those nicknames. Well, make sure you guys send in a question to Rex and Josh CPR at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Or you can send them to us on social media at Rex and Josh CPR on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And make sure you also check out our merch store. We have t-shirts that would be great Christmas gifts for all of those uh, loved, uh, beloved fans of CPR. Yep, we need a black turtleneck sweater CPR merch. You know what? I think I'm just going to make black turtlenecks as merch and then order one, and that's the one that you'll wear for uh, our fans that have been with us now for 25 episodes. Oh, my goodness, 25 episodes? That's some dedication for you right there. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Your eternal suffering is our eternal joy. What? So we greatly appreciate it. Absolutely not. All of our fans love listening to CPR. I'm sure they do, yes. All right, Rex. uh, To look forward to in this episode, we'll talk about some things dealing with the Christmas COVID. Um, The the Christmas COVID, my favorite kind. Ooh, we should... uh, uh, It is no longer Christmas due to that being uh, religiously discriminatory against other religions, says the California Well, Christmas has just been canceled because of um, the the coronavirus. So it is now coronamus. Oh, boy. Uh, No, thank you. We are going to go viral with that now? No. Viral? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm funny. Anyway, uh, so we'll talk Give about your family gifts this season, <laughs> but not the gift of a virus. <laughs> okay, thanks for adding that. You're welcome. <laughs> that added nothing. <laughs> All right, and then we'll talk about something to do with Turkey that happened uh, at Thanksgiving time, which was Turkey at Thanksgiving. Really interesting. Um, it's blowing my mind, Josh. Before we get to all those great topics, Rex, why don't you tell us what happened in your past week? Oh boy, this past week has been a lot of work for me, and work has been about the only thing that I've been doing, actually. Um, So I started this week by not working on Sunday, I said after saying I worked a lot, and then I worked on Monday for a reasonable shift, and Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Thursday, I took a break for Thanksgiving, and my grandparents came up, and we had a Thanksgiving lunch instead of dinner. And then I went to bed early that night. And by early, I mean I still probably went to bed at like 1130. Um, Because that morning, I had a work shift from 4.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Whoa. uh, To work Black Friday because people are dumb and like shopping really early. Rex is up with the chickens. Yes. uh, I am always up with the chickens. uh, But that's just because I sleep in a hen house. All right, Josh. What was going on in your week? So this week, I, uh, my family and I decorated for Christmas. So we Christmas. got all of our Christmas decorations down, you know, our trees, stockings, uh, things of that nature. Uh, this is the second year in my lifetime that we've put uh, lights up outside um, our house, like on bushes and stuff. So our... I thought you said we're going to say this was the second year in your life that you'd celebrated Christmas. No, oh, I could confused. say that too. <laughs> um, but uh, we've never... Uh, we. 
up until last year we never did that before and i was really excited for doing it again so it's Why? it's really fun what putting lights up outside is awful it takes forever and you have to get on a ladder and it's just a pain uh-uh <laughs> i have bushes and i just drape them over the bushes oh but efficiency um putting up the christmas tree made me a bit kind of nostalgic of some past christmas uh put de past decoration christmas putting upping gave Seriously, Rick? <laughs> yes, seriously. Um, and one of them was kind of like a shocking experience. It was weird. Um, does so it have to do with electricity? It does, actually. Oh. So I was um, testing out Christmas lights, you know, put on, on the tree. You don't want to put up a strand and then figure out that it doesn't work. Of course So not. before we put them on the tree, I was tasked with um, testing out the lights. So ah, I, yes. um, like a genius, draped all the lights around me to in order to find the plug, plugged it into the wall. And then half of them turned on and half of them didn't. And oh. I was like, weird. So um, like one half of me was lit up and the other half wasn't. And so I was uh, <laughs> messing with the lights to see where where the discrepancy was. And I uh, found it. I put my hand on it. And it was a bowl that didn't have the covering over it ah. and was exposed wires. Zappy, zappy. Uh-huh. And I like. Uh, uh, clent clenched down on that. I think that's a word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was awful. It was, felt like a knife was sticking through my hand. It that was my palm was um in despair. So it was it was really sad. Ouchie. Yeah. Well, that is why they now wire Christmas lights in parallel instead of in series. So that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, that could still happen, but yeah, not it, as I think likely. those were parallel actually. Maybe but if not. they were in parallel, then the whole strand wouldn't have gone out after mm, it. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, science, Josh. Science. Uh, so turning now to the coronavirus. Now, we have uh, heard a lot about the coronavirus since its origination in uh, China. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I wonder. We haven't really heard too much recently, right, Rex? No. Uh -uh. Really, the only thing that I've heard recently that's big is the vaccine but i haven't heard about the vaccine in a couple weeks so i'm not really sure so um covid has really been portrayed as the apocalypse to the modern world um changing the very vein of life uh the strand of life so to speak of basically everything that we have ever done like go yeah. to stores oh no you can't go to stores you can't have uh holidays uh with your family uh cancel christmas um so we thought cancel culture was bad but it's just extended to the government now yep um much. and it's there's it's can be really scary when you watch the news and be like oh this many people have died this many people got new cases today um Life was scary before the coronavirus, and now it is just downright terrifying. Yep, but uh, <laughs> there's there's a little bit uh, that they don't tell you when it comes to the numbers, which uh, when you read and you're like, wow, this isn't necessarily as bad as they first portray it. So, um, so the U.S. reported uh, more than uh, key in on that. Uh, re word reported more than eleven point five million infections and twenty five. A hundred thousand deaths. So that's oh a quarter of a million. That's a lot. It is a lot, and that's a really sad number. Um, but when so you're like, well, we have a lot of cases um reported, and you and you compare us to other countries, and you're like, whoa, we have a lot more than other countries. And then you take a look at kind of like the testing rates of other countries, mm -hmm. and they don't test 
uh, just regular civilians, a lot of the places. And, um, but like, even kind of someone would say, well, look at China, they have more people than the US, and <laughs> they aren't reporting nearly as many. And you're like, well, it's China. <laughs> so, yeah, what are you kind of expecting there? The the Chinese government is good at omitting important information, like uh, when they kill tons of people uh, in massacres and things like that that they wouldn't want people sharing. Yeah, um, they're really great about sharing all sorts of information. Yes. Um, and then you take, but you're like, well, let's take a look at this death toll because that's a little more concrete than, oh, somebody has the coronavirus. Yeah. That's a little uh, more of a fixed figure, you think. Um, but in a lot of states, the the um, way of categorizing a COVID death is kind of on the sketchy side, and it's really interesting. Uh, if somebody dies uh, and COVID is suspected, now this is key, is suspected. They don't even have to have a test. But if COVID is suspected, then it is listed as a COVID death. If someone tests positive and happens to die from something else, whether it's a cancer, uh, I mean, diabetes, all, all these other things, um, even a motorcycle crash. Interesting. Um, and you happen to have the coronavirus, that is listed as a COVID death. What if the motorcycle has coronavirus? Uh, that would be interesting. That I don't, would be I don't know how that works. Um but yeah, it is a, a certainly an interesting, um, a, an interesting method. Yeah, and you take a look at kind of the hospital numbers. They're like, oh, the hospitals are overflowing with the coronavirus patients. Um, doctors um, get an extra twenty percent of um, from uh, Medicare if wow. they list their patient as having. COVID-19. So I'm not necessarily saying that there's some wacky hijinks going on with the doctors, but you never know. That is kind of fishy a little bit. Now be careful, Josh, because some people may use that as an argument to take uh, medical, the medical system out of the market and make it socialized. So be careful with the thingies you say. Yeah, absolutely not. We do not (laughs) want socialism in the least. Um, but there is a little bit of good news on the horizon. Uh, three vaccines with about 95% effective rate, uh, they're going to be uh, coming out by the second week of December. So that they'll be here really short. Josh and I have early access to taste test these, and they all seem really good so far. I like the lemon the- sorbet one is my favorite personally, but mm. there's a few great options. I like the blueberry fa- flavor. Blueberry is just not my favorite as a flavor, personally. Mm, really? But yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so there will be enough for 20 million people by the end of the year in the U.S. Um, but kind of going back to the deaths, you're like, well, um, if all these people are dying from the coronavirus, this this is a huge thing, and it is a big deal. But only 6% of COVID deaths have the coronavirus as the only cause listed. Interesting. So uh, 94%, if I do my math correctly, I uh, have more than one cause of death listed. And uh, the average is actually about 2.6 additional causes per death. So like uh, diabetes, um, obesity, things like that. Mm. Um, so it's it's n- very, very rarely is only 6% is it just the coronavirus. Uh, and that's the percentage of deaths. That's not percentage of infections or whatever have you. So that kind of just lets you breathe a little bit easier, don't you think, right? Literally, yeah. Um, because <laughs> it's a respiratory, respiratory virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, boy. Yeah, um, it, it is 
and don't get don't get me wrong the the coronavirus is a very scary and serious thing but it's really really encouraging to hear that it seems like things are improving despite the fact that yeah the cases have been on the rise supposedly but there is hope on the horizon i i think that's no no matter what you think about the virus whether you think it has a big effect or not i think there is genuinely a a a hopeful outcome that we can be looking forward and that's a really nice thing to have yeah definitely. because no matter what you think about it at least you can have a little bit of hope yeah definitely and the hope can't you're kind of the despair kind of comes from some of these numbers but some hope can come from the numbers as well of course jesus is our hope but um mm-hmm. if we uh from the if you're under age 50 you have kind of a 0.2 to 0.4 percent chance of dying from it instead of this is like oh a lot of people think uh they walk outside and covid is waiting on their doorstep it's an automatic death sentence mm. and that's absolutely not what this where thing do you get is. these figures from just out of curiosity um i did a little bit of research some of them for were from the cdc website and some were from other uh, various uh, news outlets i think okay. like usa today maybe got it um but yeah, today. yeah, I definitely did not just make these. Up. Oh yeah, I know. I just wanted to check and see where they're from. Wow, criticizing me, Rex? Just kidding. No, <laughs> no, that's it. Criticizing you would be telling you you smell bad, which I mean, I is do. Not true. No. Okay. Anyway, I smelled you today, Josh. You smell wonderful. Oh, pulling a good old Joe Biden on us. That's me sniffing everybody. All right. Speaking of Joe Biden, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to kind of go over some of the responses by the government and and by uh, just various people. Oh, is that what we were talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I was just having you transition to whatever was next. Speaking, week. Of, speaking Joe of, Biden. of Joe Biden. <laughs> speaking of Joe Biden, Joe Biden, last week our story was about horses. Joe Biden is the best segue to any conversation. Ah, yes. You just say Joe Biden and it instantly transitions to anything else because everybody immediately forgets what you were talking about and they're just like, what? So you can just go into just everything like after Biden. that. Yeah. <laughs> Funny <laughs> how right. that works out. Um, so some interesting things. We were talking about China earlier, the China virus, as some have called it. Um, some. <laughs> China's uh, President Xi is calling, has uh, in the past uh, couple of weeks or so, uh, calling for world leaders uh, to accept an international system of uh, QR codes, which is kind of scary. China sponsoring this. Um, restricting people's ability to travel. So, like, you would have red orange and green categories so green is not at risk then you could travel uh red and orange would be oh i don't know if you can travel but this is this is a really scary thing um so this is china's communist party uh proposing this and everybody just loves china's communist party don't we they are the most uh trustworthy uh source of qr codes right they are the best chinese communist party i know yeah um so uh, it's really scary, uh, this proposal that the Communist Party wants to track every, not just every citizen of China, because that's kind of already in the works, but every citizen of the world. 
What do you think about that, Rex? I think that is uh, a little bit scary, and I don't want China being able to track me, despite the fact that they already know everything about me and have all my information and sell it to multiple companies and things like that. But despite all of that, I still don't like the idea that China would like to have more control over my life. Yeah. So, like, they would say, <laughs> no, you are in a high-risk category. You can't no, travel. No, they wouldn't. I'm not. Well, <laughs> hypothetically, Rex. If I was one of those people in a high-risk category and China didn't want me to travel, yeah. then they wouldn't let me. Like, if I gave you a pre-existing condition right now, like a punch in the nose, that would probably restrict your ability to travel. Yeah, Absolutely. Hmm. Um, but that's that's really scary. Um, and I mean, not only does that kind of go against like privacy, and uh, but like, the government wanting to restrict privacy. I know what 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 is this? <laughs> um, but talking about the government still uh, over the holidays in Oregon uh, for Thanksgiving, uh, six are allowed to gather uh, for Thanksgiving uh, dinner Ooh. or Thanksgiving or. Six are allowed to gather in, in general. Celebration. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, that's a really scary... I mean, what if your family happens to have seven people in it? Like, you have uh, two parents and five kids. Like Babysits so, on the porch. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> Looking through the glass doors over there. I mean, how does this work? Yeah, whoever, whoever's the youngest gets to sit outside and eat by themselves. Mm. Um, I'm just imagining, like, families that live together, too. Like... If you've got six kids or seven kids or eight kids or nine kids or ten kids. Were these the Duggars? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I'm thinking more Utah, um, but oh, okay. I'm making a Mormon joke. Um, <laughs> but if you've got a bunch of kids in your family, like, do they just have to leave? Or I guess it's more of people that are not related or not um constantly living together because that seems to it's, be the exception. Um, immediate family. So basically, your nuclear family. You can't family enforce group. that if you have more than four children and a classic nuclear family. Well, it's, or more than five children and one parent. So I mean, it's 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 just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, a lot of this stuff is kind of unenforceable without the government going a little bit wacky. But no, no, no. So this is this is where it gets it transitions into the scary part. So they were encouraging neighbors and citizens to um report on each <laughs> other so we're talking kind of like totalitarian report on your neighbor if they're not doing their job kind of ussr mentality here this is the nazi party i know people report jews <laughs> to the gestapo I, what is <laughs> um, this is terrifying it is people really terrifying. stop trusting the government they don't care about you um well actually talking about that we there was a uh, a poll that came out that said 52 percent of americans don't trust the government that number is shockingly low <laughs> um so we we need to be able to trust the government and i'm like if there are 52 percent of americans that don't trust the government elects somebody who will change the government this is how democracy works this is how our republic works this is how things are supposed to be you don't just sit by and say oh yeah i don't trust the government back to my easy chair i mean, I mean some people do no that sounds pretty nice i don't have an easy chair though mm. my chairs are all medium or difficult um they're really hard to sit on yep all right <laughs> but um 
So the lockdowns are even going so far as to hurt children. So, um, you know, s- schools are uh, came in for a little bit, and then a lot of states uh, shut schools back down. And yeah. that, a lot of people were upset about that. Um, F grades were uh, up by 83%. Like, so if you get, um, it, you're more likely to get an F on a test uh, based if you're doing in-home learning than if you're at school. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but that goes against how homeschooling works. Well, so. I think homeschooling was uh, <laughs> not in that um, statistic there. So, Oh, okay. Got um, it. <laughs> so these were just kids who uh, laptop and couch and Because my grades got sitting. a lot better when I <laughs> started homeschooling. So Yeah, homeschooling is, of course, the exception. Um, the Homeschoolers uh, are always the exception. Yep. In public school. And the Spanish Inquisition. Sorry. What? Um, <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's a... Never mind. That's a different joke. <laughs> okay, then. Thinking, yeah. Thanks, Rex. You're um, welcome. The likelihood of not passing, or the likelihood of passing has dropped by like 30 to 40% for wow. public schoolers as That's well. That's pretty concerning. That is really concerning. Um, so what do you think about, should, um, and a lot of people have shown tests, or not tests, but uh, kind of like studies have shown that kids can't get it very easily and they don't transmit it very easily. Um I mean, studies have shown that kids are not particularly intelligent, but they've also shown that kids are super smart and geniuses and can do really incredible things. So I don't think it's necessarily the, um, I think it's more the fact that government and uh, related parties are assuming that every child should learn the exact same way and the exact same material and things like that. Because I think there are a lot of kids that especially like the ones we're seeing a lot of kids just need one-on-one tutoring time and things like that and that's not really an easy option um it seems like it would be easier with all the zoom calls and stuff but it seems like a lot of like i've been talking to my friends this is a little bit of a different example because most of my uh school age friends or a lot of my school age friends are in college um but they have professors that are supposed to have like office hours for zoom calls and (laughs) they just aren't available really they're like no i i can't do that sorry or they say hey can i meet you during these office hours and the professor's just like no that doesn't work pick another time (laughs) or like ask your questions during class and so these these people are just not able to get the help that they need and i think think now obviously i get the whole safety thing but i think there are better solutions than what has been prescribed as seemingly the one-size-fits-all. And I know that's a classic phrase, the one-size-fits-all education, but it really is a flawed system. Yeah. And that just goes, sorry, that was rambly, but I like talking about how much I dislike public education. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, just with that kind of under our belts, we wanted to turn now to something a little more lighthearted than a deadly virus. Yes. Um, and that would be the horrible, awful, terrible, okay, hilarious thing that I came up with. Thing. Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. So this is a lovely article that I discovered. Now, when you're celebrating for Thanksgiving, there's a lot that you have to do to prepare, obviously. Yeah. Uh, like what, what things did you have to do when you were preparing for Thanksgiving, Josh? 
Um, well, me or the people who actually did stuff for the meal. The what? What things needed to be done before Thanksgiving? Well, happened? I mean, traditionally, like my grandma would have to get up at like three thirty to start doing the turkey. Oh my goodness! So that's that's pretty ridiculous. That is very early. So obviously, one of the big things is the turkey during Thanksgiving. Yeah, and the, it's a big deal because generally you have to thaw out the turkey, which takes forever um, because you've got this giant frozen block of meat and you have to make it ready to cook so that the water doesn't uh, ha- being frozen can mess up the way it cooks. So uh, thawing the turkey, however, takes several hours. Yeah. And so uh, this man in Florida, his name is um, Mark O'Donnell. He, he posted a Facebook Live video showing his family dumping a 16-pound turkey into the, the swimming pool behind their house. Swimming pool? Because uh, I believe it is a heated swimming pool, and so they were able Ugh. to thaw the turkey faster than it would have been able to just in the open air. I don't know. How, how would the, the chlorine kind of react with that, Rex? <laughs> he, would that influence that, the taste? I don't know. I think that would be a... A, a very concerning thing, but uh, he said that the turkey's pass. Tur- the, the, I can't words. Ah, the turkey's packaging was closely examined for leaks before the thawing process. Oh, so um, the the tur- it was still in the package. Yeah, it when sounds they like threw it was in. still wrapped in plastic. But this guy, he was just like, okay, turkey, no holes in plastic, swimming pool. Uh, I mean, that's that's a logical step right there. I mean, but why not why not your bathtub? I mean, wouldn't that be a lot easier and like no crocodiles if you're in Florida come by and steal your turkey? It's easier for them to just heat the pool and use that to thaw it than consistently run hot water because the water in the bathtub is going to cool off after a certain Mm. point and they'd have to keep running it and wasting water. That is true. Mm. But uh, if you had to thaw a turkey quickly in an emergency what how how do you think you would do it josh i don't know considering i'm kind of full of hot air i just blow on it yes just honestly if you put a turkey between josh and i during one of our recording sessions you would probably have a fully cooked one by the end yeah things sometimes uh, (laughs) get heated conversation debates (laughs) no (laughs) rex how about you where Uh, would you how would you cook your turkey i think i would find a another turkey but a live one and have it sit on this turkey and warm it up like an egg. And it would be a turkey thawed turkey. I don't know how well that would work. Probably not at all, but it's, it's funny inside my head. And so I'm going to continue to enjoy I mean, this image of a turkey sitting on a dead turkey. I mean, that's really cruel. I mean, <laughs> it kind of is. It's probably his mother or something like that. I mean, what? Why what? would I find the turkey's mom? And- <laughs> What are we moving on to, Josh? Uh, well, I guess that's all we have for today, isn't I it? I did get one question. Oh, you did? And it was a question from Crystal. And Crystal oh, really? asks, what is your favorite book of the Bible and why? Interesting question. All now, right. I will start because I have a cop-out answer. Oh, come on. <laughs> As you've come to expect, I have trouble picking favorites. And while I can pick out some books that I probably wouldn't nominate as my favorite book. I don't think that I necessarily have one. Just Song because of Solomon. Song of Solomon, Leviticus, um, and uh, I don't know. There's just, like, there's merit and value in all of the books of the Bible, of course, but I just don't think that there's one particular thing in one or the other that really makes it that much over the rest of them for me. 
Mm. Do you have a favorite book, Josh? Um, so I like that cop out answer. You managed to not even answer the question. I mean, that's why it's a cop out. <laughs> um, well, um, considering my name is Josh, I can uh, venture to say that you might Ezekiel? be able to. Uh, yes, that's my favorite book. Yeah, that's what Ezekiel. I thought. <laughs> so Joshua, based on my namesake, is probably my favorite book. Also, um, if you had a book of yeah. the Bible named after you, it would be your favorite too. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna name my son uh, Leviticus. I'm gonna name my son Hezekiah, despite the fact that there's not a book of the Bible called Hezekiah. You do that and see how much he's bullied in kindergarten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being bullied in kindergarten, we're gonna go now. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Yeah, we had a ton of fun. It's a did. little bit of a shorter episode. Oh, it is? Well, you but know, short and sweet. It certainly is. But thank you guys for being with us for 25 episodes. 25 that is episodes. Insane. That's like a quarter of a hundred. I can't believe that. Josh and I are both 25 years old today. It's really just a phenomenal event. Yeah. Um, but if you guys would like to continue to support us, there are so many ways you can do that. The biggest way I'd say, sending questions. Oh yeah, send in great questions uh, to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or... You can send them to me as well on uh, Instagram and Twitter at rexandjoshcpr. Those questions are the driving force behind the our show. driving force. They yes. inspire segments for us, including our lovely peer questions at the end. Oh, yes. And those are my favorite. Really, just your support, the asking of the questions and things like that, that's what keeps this podcast going. So if you guys want to keep us around and give us more content to give out to you guys, then keep sending in questions it's like this giant circle so here's us and here's you and it's just connected yeah you give us questions we give you awesomeness absolutely and if you'd like to support us financially you can head over to our merch store which you can find in our instagram uh bio and our twitter bio and on our show notes yeah or actually not really i don't think no? that's on there anymore. okay but in our Instagram and Twitter bios, you can get access to our merch store and buy shirts and hoodies. And we're going to, we will be adding items. I promise we're going to add some cool, uh, maybe even some Christmas themed stuff. Ooh, maybe Christmas Rex is in coming an up. elf hat. Ah, yes. It's not going to be an illustration, though. It's just going to be a picture of me wearing an elf hat. Yes. Um, and his naturally pointy ears will fit in perfectly with the character my ears are so pointy like <laughs> you would think i was actually an elf if you saw my ears in real life some uh, when i first saw him i uh, had to stop myself from giving him the uh vulcan salute yes um Live long i actually do bear a strong resemblance to leonard nimoy and so a lot of people do that all right well but thank you again so much for listening guys uh Josh and I really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks. You don't have to make me say that, Josh. You can say it too. Oh, but, um, I appreciate it more than Rex. Wow, how rude. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.